guys, I'm Richard Fitzgerald. This is Dubai Works, where we interview the business leaders making a difference in this great city. That business with scalability was very interesting to me. I like building something that has legacy. Support for Dubai Works is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming champions of the world. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched in the UAE with their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard right, the 4.0. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with their exclusive offer for you. 20% off of the code DubaiWorks at manscaped.com. So this week's entrepreneur is kind of bucking the trends. They're six months old, they haven't raised any money, and they're in the grocery delivery space and they're doing a good job. So it's impressive. Uh, we're often kind of sold that story about raising a lot of money and that uh, you need to be really big and get market share really quickly, but they're doing it a different way. So I think there's a lot with, uh, in this conversation and uh, he's a really bright guy uh, and I hope you enjoy it. Episode 140 since we started at the beginning of 2019. Where is the time gone? We're joined by another CEO and founder. This week we have Monish Chandri Ramani, who is the co founder and CEO at Yifti. They are an online application that they deal in grocery, essentials, confectionery shopping through its platforms with promised delivery in 30 to 45 minutes. A really interesting space. We're going to be talking all things e-commerce, all things uh, groceries and delivery, as well as we'll start off with the story of EV, market place and competition and plans for the future. Welcome, Monish. Thank you so much, uh, Richard, for having me here and uh, basically talking about my company, EP. And uh, just to give you a background of what EP is, EP is basically an online application which allows the customers to order groceries uh, you know, within your uh, smaller grocery stores, supermarkets and hypermarkets, which is within your vicinity. So basically what you, go, what you do is you just go on the app, you will find a range of supermarkets right from the smallest to the hi largest uh, hypermarkets and you can just go select your uh, favorite products and order your groceries home and get it delivered within 30 to 45 minutes. Amazing. So. Uh, where to start? So uh, just picking up on something you said there, yeah. in your vicinity, yes. does that mean that uh, it, you, it's location based and you'll be able to find the, the nearest stores to you? Yes, so basically because we are promising uh, you know, delivery within 30 to 45 minutes, so we cannot keep a range of, you know, say you're staying in Dubai and you cannot have a, a supermarket from Sharjah delivering to you. So we have it, we have a geo location based where, you know, if you're staying in JLT or you're staying in Bar Dubai, you get only the vicinity uh, supermarkets close to that vicinity and you can order, you can, you, you have a range of almost 8 to 10 supermarkets in each vicinity where you can order your groceries. Okay, so uh, where did the name YP come from? So obviously, you know, it, it's, it's quite an interesting name because it's something, um, you know, yippee is something called excitement, yeah. which, uh, you know, it, it's like yippee, yippee, yeah. So, <laughs> okay. so it's, it's, it's something which is an emotion, which we are trying to bring through our app. So anything which means happiness, excitement. So that, that's what we are trying to bring in each household. So everyone goes yippee when you get your groceries or, you know, anything which you can get delivered through the yeah. app. Yes. That's, that's where the name came from. And, uh, you know, that's our vision to, and our, our mission to make everyone happy and go yippee. Okay. So. 
That's amazing. So it kind of sets a tone for your brand, both yes. in terms of customer satisfaction, yes. but also in terms of messaging and uh, branding as well. Hundred percent. So, so right from the start, we, you know, our mission is is to basically be customer centric because you know all startups, uh, you know, right from the start till you know your journey goes on, you need to make your customer happy. That's going to run your business, and if they're happy, your 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 business is going to be happy. So, you know, uh, the name comes from that. And that's the service we want to you know deliver to our customers. Okay, uh, when did you start the business? So the business started uh, just six months back. So it's 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 a startup which is formed six months back. And but the idea, obviously, you know, the origin of Yippee came back in two thousand nineteen, where before before you know before COVID hit uh, the world. So this was an idea which uh, which came. We, me and my co-founder actually passed through. Uh, you know, we graduated from our colleges, and we. Wow, you're young. Yeah, I'm. I'm quite young. I'm just 26 years. So, okay, very good. so just uh, you know, me and my co-founder had finished our college, and we were discussing about you know ordering stuff, and uh, you know what business to get in. And uh, while ordering, we we clearly saw that you know the app application which was there, they were basically having markups, you know, uh, markups and high delivery fee, which you know not everyone wants to, and not everyone can actually afford. So that's when the idea struck us that you know there's a there's a need in the market to have something where convenience come at the right price. So you know, Dubai is a fast-moving market, and you need something which comes at the right time and the right price for convenience. So that that's where the idea came, and then you know, obviously we it, we uh, did a good research and development, and that's where the idea of Yippee came out. Okay, uh, yeah. what did you study? I studied in Heritage University in Dubai itself. What what did you? Uh, MBA. Okay, I've done my MBA. and your co-founder? He's also an MBA. So you're you're a business graduate. Yes. You didn't have a background in developing and coding and engineering. How did you go about building the kind of MVP, the product at the start? So before before obviously before doing my MBA, we have we have a business which is a you know UPS assistant concern of a company which is into fintech, okay. which is basically uh, we have a tech base from the last fifteen years. So so that that's obviously you know something of our strength also at uh, being so tech. Your family or. It's 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 in the family and also we have we have investors and uh, founders from outside the family also. But it's okay. it's 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 in our blood. Technology is uh, okay. you know I would say it's in our blood from the last fifteen years. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you're always involved in technology yes. while you were studying. You're familiar with it. Yes. Yes. We and you, you knew where to go where you needed to build something. Hundred percent. And uh, you know technology is something which you know our main focus is going to remain for the future also to you know digitally transform the way retail is going on right now and online shopping goes on right okay. now. Okay. So obviously, online shopping and e-commerce is exploding in the region and globally, and you know, digital transformation is just continuing yes. uh, at a breakneck speed. Speeds, uh, but sorry, uh, when you were building the app, uh, did you think of going to uh, you know this sort of Shopify kind of off-the-shelf product? Or how would one go about building a, a delivery service app? So, so see, obviously, you know, it's 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 not something which every everyone can do because obviously, you know, you need to maintain that level of customer experience on your app. So, I think the technology part of it is plays very important role in in today's business, and that that's what gives you the competitive edge. Also, you know, uh, we are a small player right now, but you have big giants. And only your tech um, and your service can give you advantage over them. So I would say, uh, you know, our main focus is obviously going to be uh, groceries for the for the start. But we have a lot of other verticals which are going to come on, okay. which is uh, you know, which just adds value to the existing customers and new customers which will come to the app. Okay, and by having a name like EP, it's not restrictive of groceries. Hundred percent. You know, it's 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 a name which, uh, as I said, it's an emotion. 
so so it's it's not a name which only restricts us to groceries you can go to any vertical but obviously it should make sense uh, for us to you know uh, fall in that category and it should make sense for our customers to get uh, something more than what they get uh, outside in the market so Manish, when when people come up with the idea of a platform generally you need two things you need things on both sides so you need customers to want to order right. but also needs in this case uh, stores and supermarkets to put their products there yes. how did you go about that how did you get people from both sides so so what uh, you know our, our platform is made uh, back in you know when we launched we had just three stores but today uh, we have 65 plus uh, stores on a live on our application uh, branches are 65 branches of different brands different different brands obviously you know different brands but uh, we have the biggest chains like the union cops yeah. of dubai we have almaya on the group uh, which is getting live and we we have we have the biggest of biggest and uh, what happens is it's it's good for the smaller groceries because they never get exposure to online business you know if if you know if we do not exist so it's something which is uh, which is doing good for the society also as well as us okay so you so you were able to get 65 stores on board uh did you have to tell them how many people were ordering or how did you how did you then go and get your first customers to place orders right so so uh, for the uh, in terms of the you know the merchants on the platform we obviously have to uh, you know visit their stores and actually uh, tell them what's the importance of online groceries uh, especially after covid hit the world it's it's very important to have a you know online space online uh, online space in in the market so that that's that's the whole mindset which we uh, try to get in the smaller grocery stores and where obviously you need to tell them that you know that we have customers who actually have a need of uh, you know quick delivery and that that's what what these grocery stores can do to us okay. and yeah in terms of in terms of customers obviously you know we have our uh, marketing uh, arms on social media as well as offline uh, marketing uh, channels where you know we try to uh, show showcase you know what what different what uh, different we are from the competitors and that that's how we get our customers okay how are you different how are we different so so obviously you know as yep uh, as i said you know when we launched we had a few problems ourselves ordering because of the high delivery fees or a markups on each and every product so what we have done is we have done in such a way that we have zero markups so if you find any uh, a price in the stores if it's 10 dirhams you're going to get the same 10 dirhams on our app also and the delivery fee is almost uh, one third of what the competitors charge or even free and in most of the occasions it's still free delivery and what differently what we do is that we have the in-store promotions so whatever promotions you see in the store you will get the same promotions online along with our promotions on the same okay. so it's, it's it's something uh, you know which is a four or five plus points for the customers to actually come on our platform okay amazing uh, i have a question around yes. marketplace but just while we're talking about the stores uh, i i use some of these apps uh, and sometimes uh, they don't have the product in place and i just wonder from a uh, logistics and the store yes. Side in, in terms of fulfillment and in terms of populating the apps, uh, do they need to have a team in the store checking the shelves and going on to all these different apps that they would partner with to make sure that the inventory and the stock is up to date? How does how does it work? So what what we do whenever we onboard a merchant, we obviously you know as YP we have three apps, which is the YP custom app, the merchant app, as well as the delivery man app. So uh, when we onboard any merchant, we uh, you know we basically our team goes and scans the whole uh, the whole store. So you have the in-store uh, you know in-store products on the app. So there's we try to reduce the out-of-stock uh, you know issue over here, and we have given them access to basically run their inventory 
uh, which is basically only which is out of stock or if there's any price change on a daily basis they can automatically do it after we approve it from our end okay. so the, in that way we have actually uh, made the grocery stores have a proper inventory management system through our app okay uh, how do you approve it i mean if people are ordering things that aren't there, yes. is there any sort of instant feedback to tell them to update that? Yes, yes. So, so what happens is, uh, you know, we have uh, features like, you know, to uh, basically give replacement products to the customer yeah. as close to the products which they have used yeah. or they have ordered. So what, what happens is we uh, do have a review, uh, you know, which goes after every order and whatever feedback we get from the customers we give it to the store in real time so that you know the, those mistakes are not made again okay. and as well as the feedback whatever we get on the app we try to implement it as soon as possible so that the other customer who orders next time does not face the same issue okay so one of the ways that you could get into other verticals and other spaces is with uh working with people other than stores for example direct to consumer <laughs> digital native vertical brands yeah. do you have a marketplace uh, you know, and would people be able to, obviously if you're, if you're selling a product, you need it to be on the shelves in the store, uh, but wouldn't it be of help for them to be able to put it on your app as well directly? So, so obviously, you know, uh, because we are just at the starting point, so we have uh, basically, we're just uh, right now just uh, partnering with our merchant stores, but in future we'll be having a marketplace where, you know, any, any, um, any business having a registered trade license in Dubai or anywhere of the world can actually come. Uh, form the platform on, on, on our app and start, uh, well, once all the uh, KYC uh, procedures are done, yeah. they can start, uh, you know, the business right away from the UP app. Okay, amazing. Um, and what about the technology? So you obviously have a kind of a native iOS app, yes. a native Android app on the website, uh, and that you've coded it fully yourselves, so you have full capability. Do you, do you license any software? Do you uh, and what sort of yeah? Do you license any software? And what sort of payment gateways do you use? So so obviously you know uh, we have our own you know in-house team as I told you and we have a native Android iOS app. As you said, uh, we are integrated with the payment gateway, which is one of the top payment gateways in Dubai itself, which, which uh, checkout.com, okay. so which which enables almost all the payments. So it's normal your debit card, credit card, the American Express, Apple Pay, Google Pay, and uh, Samsung Pay. So you have all the payment options live on the app, which none of the other uh, competitors do right now. Okay. So we have all uh, integrated within system because, you know, keeping Expo in mind, there are a lot of different nationalities, different countries um, participating in Expo. So you need to give that address um, you know, additional uh, edge over the other competitors by giving them uh, payment modes. Okay. So we have all the payment modes uh, active on the app. Okay, you're six months old. Where did you set up the business? Uh, we, we have a uh, license registered in Silicon Oasis, yeah. which is a free zone license. And uh, our, our business is, you know, being in born and bought up over here. Yeah. This was something which, uh, which was a, a no-brainer for us. And Dubai being very open to startups, to uh, businesses to open. I think I think this was you know this is the best uh, place to start a business. It's ease of business and also opportunities. De definitely. So you set up uh, EP as a standalone entity, Silicon Oasis. Yes. Did you raise funds? Or you, will you? I know it's quite early, but will, is that your plan in the future? So obviously, you know, uh, till now we have been self-funded uh, right from the start. But we will. We are looking for investors early next year. Uh, because you know there's a lot of exciting things which is uh, you know as I said our main focus is on uh, tech technology and actually you know changing the way how people uh, you know shop yeah. so I think I think that's going to be a, you know have a massive edge and you know we, we intend to do something which no one has done in the world okay. so I think I then I think uh, in in terms of investments we are looking for investments we are going to have our rounds uh, early next year okay. for sure Interesting. Yeah. We talk a bit about the industry and the, the categories that you're playing in. 
you know, when we think of traditional bricks and mortar groceries, they can digitize, they can have an app, they can sell online, they can have, uh, where I was from, Tesco had an online store, right? And then, and then you have uh, grocery apps. There's very famous ones in, in the UAE. Yes. There's InstaShop, which had a big kind of exit, yes. big valuation. El Grocer is quite well known, been around for four or five, yes. six years, raised a lot of money. And then you've got the uh, super apps who also do delivery like Kareem and, and, and companies like that. How do you view the landscape? Do you, do you, see, the, do you see it very clearly? Uh, like and we know in the US there's DoorDash and others who have listed. Like, do, you, do you see it as we are one of these or, or do you see it a bit differently? So, I mean, I would see it very differently because obviously, you know, it's exciting having so many big players in the market and uh, still getting good traction. So I would say I would say in the last six months, we've been fortunate enough to get a good traction because what we what we intend to do, I think, uh, is quite different. Obviously, you know, in the start, we are a new age startup. So in the start, you might not uh, see a lot of differentiative, uh, you know, uh, ideas. But in, in the coming future, we're going to have a lot of things which these people don't have. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, they have they are uh, in the market from five, six years and we obviously look up to them also in, in most of the cases. But having said that, uh, over the last six months, we've got 10,000 plus downloads. So we are doing something right yeah. to actually have yeah. a marketplace, uh, you know, have our customers uh, loyal to us rather than using uh, you know, the other apps. So we have done something right, I would say. And I would not I would not ask. The, I mean, I would not look at them as competition. But, uh, you know, obviously you need to be your own competitor and you need to learn what uh, the feedback your customer gives you so i think i think in that way i see it as a very exciting opportunity for yippee to come along with these companies in in, in, okay. in the business i phrase it a little differently so typically we're rightly or wrongly in that space uh like amazon and others uh we are led to believe that it's a zero-sum game that you need to be really big is that your view do you, re do you just to get market share and to deliver uh, to have a viable business and e-commerce delivery uh, business, do you need to be massive, or can you can you not be massive and also be profitable? And how do you view that? I think uh, you don't need to be massive. First of all, if if you thought in that way, we wouldn't have got ten thousand downloads and people ordering and loving the app. So I would I would say obviously you need you need to be among uh, you know among the big guns to get the market share, but. Uh, you know, having said that, if you have your own space of yours, we've always tried to create our own space in the market and not actually uh, see what others are doing. We need to create our own market and that's what we have been successful in doing. And we will be, uh, you know, doing that in the future and create our own market space so that we are profitable, not only profitable, but people actually like us. Okay, fair enough. There's been a lot of kind of debate over the years in Dubai, particularly around delivery, around, uh, you know, particularly around restaurant delivery. Yes the cost of it, the cost to list on the platform, uh, the cost for the drivers and, and then other conversations around uh, uh, looking after the drivers and things like that. Uh, how can you make, firstly from the cost point of view, can you make margin? Can, how can you, you mentioned that you're cheaper and there's sometimes no fees, uh, what, how can you make margin and then also uh, do you employ your own delivery team? So, so in, in terms of merchants, obviously, you know, we have a business model where we charge a small fee from the merchants, which is basically after the order is done, there's no a setup fee, there's no registration fee. That's all, you know, which is done by our in-house team too. And w what, what's different between us and the others is that we actually give them a proper inventory management system also so that they actually know what's going on in the store. 
and uh, plus that we have only a you know only a small uh, commission which we take from the stores along with that um, i would say that the deliveries are not done i, I would say 90% of deliveries are done by the merchants itself um, on cycles which also reduces the carbon footprint in the in the world and obviously it's it's something which uh, which assures 30 to 45 minutes delivery and in terms of logistics we have about uh, i would say 10 to 15% which we do the logistics for the bigger chains but 90% of it is done by the merchants itself interesting that makes more sense yeah, yeah. okay very good um and then yeah so moving on to competition and and the kind of territories that you operate in uh you mentioned Sharjah and Dubai is are you going to be available throughout the UAE so so obviously you know Dubai is is, is the starting point for us we are live in almost 50 plus localities in Dubai right now yeah. the next you know expansion plan within the UAE is Abu Dhabi yeah. and then towards the northern emirates so we are going to be live in Dubai in you in Abu Dhabi in December okay, so which is which is uh, two months from now yeah. so so that that's something which we are looking at and then the northern emirates and you know expanding globally within the middle east we are going to uh, obviously tap the saudi market which is basically obviously. a very very interesting market very yeah. massive market for you know e groceries because I, I i would say that you know that market is something which is still untapped yeah. i would say so so i think i think that's something which is which we are looking at as a first expansion globally okay. Okay, interesting. I want to go back to Saudi in a second, but just in terms of Abu Dhabi and uh, how you go into another territory, what do you need there? Do you need it's a digital business? Do you need a license? Do you need people on the ground? How do you? Do obviously, yeah, so 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 what's most important? Obviously, having a license in every in every emirate is important. Uh, logistics license. If you want to do our own logistics, we can basically have a license of our own, or we can type with a third party who does the logistics first but most important is having uh, on the ground foot which basically would get the merchants online because that's what's what's most important choice is i think choice we're spoiled for choice nowadays so i think i think having lot of grocery stores lot of products online is going to give you the competitive advantage and that's what when we move into abu dhabi the most important thing and now we'll take a quick commercial break to hear from our sponsor if you're like me and you're always in a rush in the morning and evening but you really know you should spend more time on hygiene and grooming then when the product comes along that just works and it's got everything uh, you really find use of it and i i was like that for the last week when i've been testing out manscape they've got uh, trimmer which is the lawnmower 4 and loads of different gadgets really and different products such as deodorant uh, I suggest if you want to try it out we've got a code it's 20% off they for you just use Dubai works code on the manscaped website they asked me to spell Dubai works I think you'll manage that uh, and let us know how you get on and now we're back okay so so when you need presence there do you have a, like what's the first person that you need like I'm, I remember there were stories of how Uber used to do market expansion, and I, I could be completely wrong here, yes. but I, I think it was they did say three people per city, you know, a kind of a, a country manager, yes. a kind of a social marketing sort of person, and then someone to manage the customer service and the, the drivers and the captains and things. 100%. Like that. So, so the first person I would say is the partnerships person, which is the business development person yeah. who will actually go and onboard the, on, onboard the stores. Once you're once you're set with the threshold of the number of stores you want for the launch in Abu Dhabi, then obviously you need to have uh, social and media presence 
which yeah. is basically your digital presence, your uh, offline channels and everything. You can do that centrally. You can, you, I mean, obviously, you know, the base is going to be in Dubai itself, which yeah. you can do it because we know being born in Bordabia, you know the whole market, right? From Sharjah, Northern Emirates yeah, yeah. to Abu Dhabi, you know the whole they market. So they're not, I think it's just uh, just a two hour drive. Yeah. So I think I think uh, that's going to be centralized in the in, in Dubai itself. But then obviously, you, uh, the business development people are supposed to be in Abu Dhabi on the foot. And uh, customer service, again, you can have it in Dubai itself. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about customer service. Yeah. Uh, you know that, like obviously, uh, with any sort of platform, customer service is important. Yes. You're taking credit card details indirectly. Uh, things can go wrong. Uh, the store can bring about goods and things yes. like that. How, how do you manage it? So uh, you know, from our end, we try. I think 100% to basically not have any product going to the customer which is defective but having said that you know it's not 100% in our control sometimes it goes but we have very good very flexible return policies that if the customer if, if he's not happy there's no questions asked from the customer we just take the return back and the money is defunded back having come to the point of you know the credit card we obviously you know we are with uh, tied up with one of the top uh, payment gateways yeah. so everything is very safe uh, within the platform and uh, everything is encrypted so you do not have any we, we don't have any uh, you know any view of anyone's uh, security questions or security cards okay. it's all it's all uh, very safe and what if the what if the delivery is 46 minutes so obviously you know you know uh, you know there there would be deliveries where, where obviously you know where, when there, there's a time when you have a lot of deliveries coming in at time but uh, being dubai we have seen dubai market the people mindset is not so rigid so you know, if, if it's late, we try our best to reach within forty-five minutes to sixty minutes, and it depends on your lo location also. So it, it ranges anywhere between thirty to sixty minutes, and the type of uh, hypermarket or supermarket you're ordering from. But we we, we assure the ninety-nine percent of our deliveries are done within time. If it's not done, we have uh, we have the feedback calls, and we actually give them an incentive of uh, being late. Okay, interesting. Um, a few things in my yes. uh, list of questions here, as I write, as I jot down notes. So that's great in customer service. Uh, on our sister platform, Love and Dubai, especially over the summer, there was a lot of uh, stories around the treatment of uh, delivery drivers and, and uh, people who were sitting outside restaurants who weren't getting uh, the right water. There was people who were delivering on bikes, uh, even in the heat, instead of on, on bicycles, instead of on motorbikes. Uh, what's your sort of view on that? Are, you know, is it are people being looked after enough? So I would speak about our company. Obviously, I don't want to comment on someone else. But our company, we look after every rider. Every you know, even if it's not our rider, if it belongs to the merchant, we try our best to look after. And we that's that's why you know our delivery times. We don't keep it as tight as 15-20 minutes because it's it's going to be something which is tough to deliver. And you know, it's it's quite hot in Dubai, so it's it's. Uh, Something which we we obviously will take care, we take care of the riders our riders especially uh, where where we do delivery we make sure that you know everyone's safe everyone's following the safety guidelines which we have set and uh, nothing is basically uh, you know negotiated or ev everything is safe from our end. Okay, okay, fair enough. Uh, so in, in in your view, the generally the people that you work with that you you would think that they are happy and they're well looked yes. after. Yeah. Okay. 100% they are yeah. there. I mean, you know, our people right from the start, they are still with us. And that, that that's that's something which speaks about our company. We obviously, you know, we treat everyone same, uh, being the delivery man, right to the co-founders. Everyone's treated the same manner and everyone's given the same treatment. Okay, yeah. you don't need extra regulation. We don't need extra kind of uh, protection. Uh, and can I ask that in another yeah. way? In other markets, this is sort of 
seen as the gig economy, right? And uh, people don't have contracts. They're not employed either by you or the store. Uh, and they don't have the same protection as if they were. Uh, that's not the same here, right? Like they do no, have an employment contract. Oh, yeah, I think... Uh Oh, yeah, everything's regulated, obviously, you know, and for our partner stores to even, you know, allow the riders to uh, to uh, basically deliver from, from their stores, we have to obviously, you know, submit all the regulated documents. So everyone in our company is regulated and everyone has all the regulations in place. Okay, so they're not gig economy, they're actually full-time employees. They're all the full-time employees and we have obviously tie-ups with, uh, with the third party, which are again regulated with the Dubai government. So everything is uh, regulated from us. And that third party would provide personnel. Yes, they did. They would be full-time employees for that third party. For that third party, but working for us, obviously. Yeah, yeah. fair enough, understood. Okay, cool. Um, in the in the delivery space and foods F and B, the cloud kitchen trends has kind of cropped up yes. a lot. Um, are you seeing something similar in groceries and stuff? So I think I think it's known as cloud kitchens in in food uh, industry well. and dark stores in dark in stores. the grocery industry. That's something which is the future because uh, you know obviously you know as you spoke about the out of stock issues that uh, I would say ninety nine percent reduces in dark stores because you have a very solid inventory system and you can uh, provide the customers with very quick delivery within I would say 15 minutes 20 minutes your delivery is done yeah but having there's, said there's the, no customers coming in taking stuff off the shelf right it's so so it's, it's it's all your people it's all automated and as the order comes within three four minutes it's prepared and it's out for delivery so that's something which is in the future but having said that we need to keep in mind of the smaller grocery stores and supermarkets which which are there from a lot of years and that's where we come in and actually support them to have an online space to have yeah. a competitive edge over the dark stores which is coming in future. Okay, are there dark stores in Dubai right now? 100%, you know, I think a lot of competitors have the dark stores um, based in Dubai and that yeah. not only in Dubai and all over the world, that's a trend which is going on yeah. and that's a trend which is going to stay also in the future. Okay, right. interesting. Uh, going back to Saudi for a second, uh, so it's, it's a different market. It's not the same as say Abu Dhabi or Northern Emirates yes, yes. in terms of, yes, you need the license and someone's on board, but then there's the language, there's a the behavior. Um, you know, when I was going there on, on many uh, business trips, I thought that the hunger station app was for food, right? I thought it was like, hey, I'm, it's got a nice hungry, burger yeah. logo. <laughs> I'm hungry, I'm gonna order a burger. But actually it's a super app. It right. does groceries, it does everything and they're launching in Dubai now. So. Mm -hmm. They, they, you know, as well as you having competition here, uh, there's an app over there that's quite saturated in the market. It's quite, it's got kind of first mover. It, how do you view that? A in terms of YP, does it need to have an Arabic matching logo for a name? Uh, what's the Arabic word? Maybe our producer Rawan will tell us what <laughs> what, are, what to celebrate for uh, in Arabic for YP is. But how do you how do you adapt it for the Saudi market so so you know I'll tell you something very interesting over the last six months since I launched uh, we have been uh, working towards the app and having a personalized shopping experience so we have been using our own data customer feedback uh, you know ordering behaviors purchasing behaviors and we have actually gone sat down had a proper meeting with our you know our directors our uh, you know the advisors we have the advisors from the biggest retail chains from Dubai UK, US uh, from the marketing field. So we have SAD, we have actually revamped our app which is going to come out very soon. Oh, which basically, uh, you know, if you have ordered once on our app, it actually gives you a total personalized experience on the app. So uh, having said that, obviously, you know, when we enter the Saudi or even Abu Dhabi for that uh, matter, we'll be having Arabic as a language to order. Yeah. So that it's it's easy for the uh, for the locals 
for the local market to uh, to use the app and obviously you know we have a lot of data driven which is already integrated within the app which actually shows you and suggests you something which you want to buy okay okay interesting so you will localize it in that we, we will be localizing and obviously once before we enter the market we will be having a proper research of uh, you know between three to six months of what people actually want what's the need of the market what the others are doing and what we can do differently and then only launch we're not just going to be there that okay fine you know up is going to launch there we will be doing a proper study research and then only entering a market okay so uh Manish, when you're looking at the app Right. And then you look at product development, both in terms of UX, UI experience, the coders, yes. and then also growth hacking, like 10,000 downloads, how many customers, what's the uh, repeat yes. uh, customer, uh, you know, there's, there's metrics people use like ARPU and things like that. Yes. What, what, what are the key metrics for you? How do you know that this is doing well? So obviously, you know, uh, Anything which goes out on social media, as you said, you know, the click per rate or, or anything of that matrix, it obviously, you know, CPA, you have... cost per acquisition. 100%. So it's cost of acquisition and everything depends on what you put out. And that's that's what makes us different. Our marketing, tar our target audience, our posts which we put out, our sponsored ads are uh, basically all uh, problem solving uh, solutions. So basically, we, we only post stuff which we know which which we which might work. And obviously, you know, if it doesn't work, you need to change it immediately. So and uh, you know, coming back to the uh, customer acquisition, I think that's very important in this market to retain the customer after you actually acquire him. So we have we have within the system we have a lot of cashbacks, loyalty points, which keeps the customer hooked on to our app rather than you're know, jumping to another app. Okay. And I think I think the base of everything is customer satisfaction, feedback from the customers of what. Uh, they liked what they did not like. I think a lot of people actually criticize, uh, you know, what people don't like. But I think it's very important to find what people actually like on your platform and actually advertise that because that's something which you're doing right on the platform and which would bring customers who are not satisfied with the other apps onto your app. Okay, what's an average uh, in your sector? Yeah. What's the average use per month by a customer? So I, um, uh, I would say it's anywhere between seven to eight times if it's a, if it's you know obviously a customer who uses uh, it depends on the basket value also, but I would say anywhere between our, our customer our customer basket value is a bit higher because uh, you know we have the biggest of chains uh, where you can get I think close to twenty thousand products on on in one store so I would say it's What's about average value. Uh, 120 to 150 yeah. but obviously it depends on the on the on the supermarkets you're planning so it goes anywhere between 80 to 120. Uh, depending on the location, depending on the hypermarkets, okay. and uh, yeah, that, that's so. All. And if so, if someone uh, orders uh, once a month, uh, is that good? Like, would you can you retain? Is that a happy customer if they order if they use the app once a month? Is that so? It's, it's someone active for you. Obviously, we need to go and see what they're ordering. So suppose you know if they've ordered for a good uh, basket size, if they've ordered everything, then once a month again, again once a month is quite less. We have seen. Uh, people at least using it two or three times a month, which is basically the customers who order everything from your app. But there are a few customers who actually like to order only essentials or something which they do not find in, you know, in the local markets or they want something quick, yeah. they order that. So we, we obviously, you know, every customer is important to us and we see every customer as a person who needs to order from the app again. If they're not ordering, we need to find uh, why they did not order and obviously solve that issue again. Okay. Yeah. So, so when you're doing your monthly reports, what are the key? Like, yes, performance marketing is important yes. and downloads, but uh, like as you said, that that's just that's paid for and that's acquisition. But you need people to place orders. 
So what are the key things you're reporting on? So, you know, obviously we, we uh, see what's the uh, basket size. Yeah. If, it's, if it's increasing uh, month on month means something which we're doing well because obviously people are trusting your app more than... Uh, yeah. But what we have seen very different before, before COVID and after COVID is that the fruits and vegetables and the fresh butchery has been sold more uh, now because these uh, the customers are, you know, actually trusting our app to order fresh uh, fresh food so i think that's massive amount of uh, you know things are getting sold on our app which is fresh foods which is which people did not actually trust online apps before okay. so i think they're getting the quality from and even the merchants actually understand the the importance of sending fresh fruits and actually and you know the whole mindset of these uh, these smaller groceries have changed over, over covid yeah. hitting them so they actually know that the importance of online applications now and to send fresh uh, fruits and vegetables so that's something which we have seen a massive uh, increase on our application. So you can see, just depending on what people are ordering, you can yeah. see different. Uh, you know, on on a, on a daily basis, obviously, you know, have different different uh, you know different uh, reports coming into you and different behaviors of customers. But uh, you know, we we uh, we still stay towards our uh, you know our our basket value. Uh, what, how much? Well, what's the delivery time? Because that's something which we play around, and we don't want to fall uh, behind on that. We want to ensure that we are giving within sixty minutes or forty five minutes. Okay. A lot of people on this podcast in the last few months talk about the logistics and supply chain issues uh, to do with the pandemic. Obviously, it doesn't affect stock on a sort of within Dubai if we're talking about freight and things like that. But what's your sort of view on it in the industry? Like, is is this something? Uh, you know, are is this the new normal? Are we are we having? Is there too much e-commerce in the world where? The backlog of containers and shipping ports is never going to be solved. Like, a, do we have a problem? I was in a bike shop the other day, and they, they, you know, manufacturers are two years out of stock. There's a chip shortage globally. Uh, the automotive industry is is going through a bit of a crisis in terms of inventory. Uh, is there too much e-commerce, and is this causing a backlog? Surely, surely this will be solved, right? It, it's it's hundred percent going to be solved, and it's something which is good because you know people are uh, ordering online and uh, they want everything fast. Today's world is they don't want to even wait uh, to wait for two three days. They want it within thirty minutes. They want it within thirty minutes. And being in a market which is uh, you know rapidly uh, moving so fast, you need. I mean, e-commerce is something which is the future. And you know, I think e-commerce. There's a new word now called quick commerce, Q commerce, yeah. which is quick commerce, and that's that's what we are based on. Our business model is a quick commerce business model which belongs to the 60 to 90 minutes delivery yeah. so i think i think it's a good problem to have and in future obviously you know because the demand has increased so much in covid it is going to reduce and we're going to fall back in place yeah so you think it will fall back in place 100 percent will fall back in place but the, the demand for e-commerce and q-commerce is going to uh, increase massively yeah, yeah. but the, the innovative entrepreneurs will yeah. find solutions things will uh will speed up 100 <laughs> percent and, and and to be honest we want to be the people who actually solve the issues Rather than being a me to brand, we are going to look at uh, innovations, uh, uh, you know, technological uh, advancements and total automation yeah. so that you don't have the issues with our with us. Yeah. And so, you know, like we're obviously coming up to the festive uh, season, gifting season, many places around the world, uh, you know, Amazon will, will go into overdrive in Q4 and things like that. Yes. So it might get worse be before it gets better. <laughs> no, that that's obviously you know it's 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 something which uh, it's 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 happening it's happening but yeah. uh, you know it's it's just just the marketplace the demand which uh, which yeah. which is there in the market right but mostly that's for international yes. one of the things that Amazon tried to do uh, 
which they didn't scrap, but they've kind of re-looked at, is drone delivery. Because, you know, logically speaking, it's hard to a, a drone to drop, say, a shopping bag or a cup of coffee into someone's hand. They might right. be there. So, like, technically, it's just challenging. Um, what, what do you see in that space in terms of uh, smart mobility, other, other than people getting on bikes and bringing goods okay. to people? Um, where do you see the future of sort of delivery? So obviously, you know, this drone delivery is something which is not, uh, you know, at, at least through what I know, it's not going to come and drop it in your hand. It's going to be having a dedicated place where it's going to drop off your package and you can pick it up from there. So, so that that's obviously something which is in the future. We have seen robots already in Dubai, uh, you know, moving in the expo yeah. and getting your getting your deliveries uh, in robots. And it's already started in different parts of the world, and that's the future. But having said that, I feel it's going to take. It's still going to take time for uh, you know that type of a delivery to happen still we are still in the in the uh, place where you know humans were going to do the delivery rather than robots but okay. in the future you will 100% see 100% automation okay. you would uh, not see humans delivering your rapid but uh, the robots doing it okay interesting so like you you know looking forward to kind of future uh, what's your product roadmap like obviously you said Abu Dhabi but what are the features that you want to have on the app in the next 12 months? So, so you know, as I said, we have uh, launched our groceries uh, as a starting point. We have also launched uh, flowers, uh, which uh, basically allows any uh, to, to basically send flower delivery to any of your loved ones. So to have it into the gifting space. Gifting well. space. We are having uh, you know a lot of interesting verticals like the pet care because. Uh, you know, after humans, the the next the most important is our pets. So that's it's just adding more and more value for your customer and having a proper you know uh, proper space for them to have whatever options they want on the app. Yeah. So you know, specialty show uh, stores like only for fruits, only for meat, and just just you know just evolving um, you know in your space to have more uh, value addition for your customers. Okay, amazing. Uh, what would success look like for you in the future? I think success for me is obviously not uh, is. First, being your customers being happy using the app, uh, being loyal towards the app. That's that's going to be something which is successful. And obviously, you know, expansion to different different so that you can solve the issues what you're solving already in different regions and actually reach to uh, to a lot of customers. And one more most important thing is uh, what we forget is that uh, you know we take convenience only for a few parts of the region who can afford for convenience. But our whole business model is something where convenience can reach to every household uh, in, in in not only in Dubai but in the world. With uh, you know the with our business models like the you know the subsidized delivery fee, no markup, so that everyone can afford convenience in today's time. Amazing, interesting. Uh, the Middle East has been called an emerging market. You've grown up here. You're an entrepreneur in Dubai. Yes. You're uh, Gen Z, I think. Yes. Yeah, just yeah. <laughs> uh, are millennial. No. Yes. No, I'm, 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 I would I would call myself one. Yeah, Gen Z. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think yeah I think you are. I'm not sure, but so but basically the. Question really is around the Middle East. Do do you think that the this region will be a region that emerges? That we will have enough entrepreneurs and enough uh, success stories in business that they all the kind of economies can rise together. Hundred percent. I think I think uh, you know just talking about myself also being born and brought up. I think UAE is a, a place where it's the easiest to start up your business yeah. and easiest to actually uh, you know the opportunities are massive over here because. Obviously, you know, every business has some opportunity to have here. And I think Middle East, uh, talking about UE specifically, it's 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 the best market to have your uh, business because you have so many nationalities staying here. You have so many choices. 
uh, you know every customer can find something you know uh, as a value addition in your app or in in your business so i think it's the best place to have uh, middle east is the best and ue is the best place to have your business right now okay amazing good note to finish on Manish, thank you for sharing uh you're bright you're enthusiastic and you know the space really well so wish you luck in the future thank you so much for having me here and uh, look forward to seeing you soon yeah. cool. thank, thank you. you thank you Okay, I found Monish really interesting. Uh, we often hear the kind of headline stories of lots of money raised, but then there's companies like this who are still uh, innovating, making tech products, and in the highly competitive e-commerce and grocery and delivery space. Uh, so well done to them. Uh, next week, we will have Hisham Khandur from Dappi. Uh, so we'll be talking all things fintech. If you do want to listen to the podcast or any other ones, uh, Dubai Works is available on all audio platforms, so Spotify, Angami, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. You can also watch any of the podcasts in full on Smashy TV, Smashy.tv, or iOS and Android. Uh, there's a free seven-day trial, and you can watch any of the episodes there. Please do comment and review on the audio apps or on the general apps as well. I would like to thank our producer today, who is Rawan, who is covering as the guys are on holiday so thank you very much and we'll be back uh, next week same time same place 11 a.m on thursday